Hi everyone, welcome in a new episode of CX Update, your monthly inspiration on customer experience. Welcome to this new video, everyone. Customer experience is not like a Christmas tree. What do I mean with that is that you cannot just turn on and turn off your customer service mindset. Uh, a lot of companies have difficulties today because of increasing prices, the high inflation, uh, lowering buying power from customers. So I understand the pressure that we feel on customer service and customer experience. But you just have to be aware that if you decide to turn off the Christmas tree, the customer service Christmas tree, for like a couple of years, it's very difficult to turn it back on. We, we saw this in, in the past few years, like airlines suffered because of what happened in the past two years. And then they had to turn their whole machinery back on. And, and then we had a nightmare this summer in a lot of airports across Europe. Um, and, and again, I understand that a lot of companies are like calculating and, and thinking, okay, how can we be more efficient? And in many cases, the conclusion is we have to lower our investments on customer experience. But I would like to invite you just to think about this. Is there a way that you can lower your cost and increase customer experience at the same time? Maybe there are a bunch of things that you do that actually could be done in a more efficient way and make customers happy at the same time. Let me give you an example from my private life. Like um, this, this summer we were flying to, uh, to the States with KLM. And just a few weeks before we head in, there was no longer a need for a negative test to enter the United States. So we were like, yes. This is great, huh? more efficient for us. And then like two days or five days before we had to fly, I got this email from KLM saying, be careful, you still need a negative test to enter the United States. So I was completely confused. I was like, I read this in the news and KLM is saying something else. This is a personalized mail just for my flight. So I was worried. So what do you do as a customer when you're worried? You take your phone and you call the KLM help desk. I had to wait um, for about 45 minutes before I had someone on the phone. And then I had this really friendly lady who said, no, 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 sir. Um, you're absolutely right. That email is a mistake. You don't need a test anymore. Nothing to worry about. And I couldn't resist saying, yeah, but you know, I understand why I had to wait for 45 minutes. If everyone that flies to the US is getting this email from you and all of them are calling, then actually 45 minutes isn't too bad. And she said, I know, I know, someone needs to turn off that email, that would be a lot of help for us. So, I mean, those kind of things, you bump into those kind of inefficiencies every single day, where companies create their own chaos. So, instead of saying we need to lower our costs in customer service, I agree with that, but what you need to do is look for the inefficiencies and make sure that people don't have to call anymore, then you're lowering your cost and you're increasing customer satisfaction at the same time. And, and again, it's, CX is not a Christmas tree. You cannot just turn it on and off like, like you want. Um, internal communication is crucial in that. You cannot say now for two years to your team, like we're gonna lower our service for a while because there's high inflation. And then in two years when things clear up, you could say, okay, now we're gonna be more customer centric again. It's not like that because customer service, customer experience is like part of your culture. It's part of your mindset. And if you tell people for two years that you need to be careful with that, don't do, man, do too many efforts because that's too expensive, then if you want to change that, that that's, that's going to be almost close to impossible. So maybe we will have to put cheaper lights in the Christmas tree, put LEDs in it, I don't know. But it's crucial 
in these difficult times when CX is under pressure to keep your focus on customer experience. Don't turn off the Christmas tree. Figure out something else. Look for ways that you can increase your efficiency and make customers happier at the same time. Remember the KLM example. Or be more creative. Maybe you can do things in a different way. What we don't need to do is fancy expensive stuff for customers, but we can do maybe creative cheap things that still surprise them. And, and last but not least, I mean, in difficult times, what we need to do is stop complaining to our customers and use our positive mindset. Use your human power, your human friendliness more than ever before. Say more yes to customers if they ask for something that is not part of your regular process. That human part is maybe the cheapest investment you can do, but it's in this world, in these times that we're living in, it's going to probably be the biggest differentiator for the next two years. So keeping your focus on that is crucial. So my advice would be keep the Christmas lights on, but just do it in a more creative, efficient, and human way. And that will help you to make your customers and keep your customers happy during the crisis that we're in. I want to share this, uh, this metaphor with you guys that I bumped into a couple of weeks ago. I, it, it's called the open door button culture. Let's call it like that. And I got inspired by this article that, that I found online by Mitchell Clark. And, and this is a really cool metaphor because in this article, they're, they're saying like pushing the open door button in an elevator gives you like the best feeling ever. You're like making someone's day. You see that people are in a rush and they're just not going to make it. And then you, the hero in the story, you push the button, the door opens up and people thank you. And you're like, I did this for you. Uh, and, and that mindset is something that we can use in, in organizations. Now, let, let's go to airports and let's go to all our favorite place in the airport. That is the security. I think the security Area in an airport learns you a lot about customer experience and empathy and so on. Let me share you two stories. A couple of months ago, I was in um, a German airport. I came in from Thailand and I had a connecting flight. And my incoming flight was late and boarding was already starting when I got off the plane. So I was in a rush, but I had to go to security, which in my, in my perception is always a strange thing. You just come off a plane and the first thing they do is they let you go through security. But I mean... Nothing to argue about. If you have to do it, you have to do it. But there was the security guy there, and I asked him, I think politely, and uh, if, I, if I could get some help to get through security in a faster way, because there were a lot of people, and my flight was already boarding. I said, this is a situation. Is there a way that you can help me? And it had the total opposite effect. That guy did whatever he could to make sure that I would miss that flight. He did, he did extra security controls. He really dove into all of my bags. And it, it took so long that I was in deep trouble. That's situation A. Now, let me tell you something that happened in St. Pancras Station when I, when I was coming back from London. I was late to get on my train, and I had to go through the passport control. And there was this huge line, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to make this, this, this train. It's going to be too late. I'm going to have to take the next one that is then an hour and a half later, but nothing to do about that. And then there was this guy that worked there, and he suddenly yelled to the entire line. He said, are there people here who need to go on the next train? So I raised my hand together with four or five other people. Then he said, you know what? Everyone who's not on the train, take a step to the right and let these people pass. We're going to work together to get them on that train. And everyone moved to the right. And like me and the other four people, we could just go through customs. They led us through. We jumped on that train. And it was amazing. All the other people in the line, they felt like heroes because they were moving aside. They were saving my day. 
And that's the open door button philosophy, making heroes out of people, giving them the tools, giving them the mindset, asking them to be sensitive for moments when you can push that button to keep the door open when someone is in a rush or when someone is in need for help. And having that mindset in an organization that whenever you can push the open door button, that's fantastic. If you teach your employee, if, I mean, if you're in an organization that is really into processes and everyone has to follow the processes, that's fine. You need processes. But add the open door button culture to it and it will make yeah, a whole big difference for your customers. So I get really excited about this. I think it's, it's more necessary than ever to train your teams in, in the basics of customer experience communication. Uh, I, I think we all feel the pressure in the market. There's scarcity in terms of all kinds of resources and, and supplies and people. Buying power is going down. So the market is under pressure. And, and especially for sales and service people, this is not easy. These are difficult times. You have the feeling that all focus is getting on price and cost savings. Um, and before you know it, you end up in a discussion with your clients that's only about price. And that's something that we need to, to avoid. I think in these times, it's more crucial than ever to really understand what your core strengths are. What is your core strength? And then deliver on those. Because the truth is most of your organizations will not win on price. There's always someone who can be cheaper and you don't want to go into this negative spiral. What we need today is understand that more customers will choose for price, but that most premium brands are the market leaders. It's not that often as the cheapest one is the market leader in an industry. So if you have core strengths, this is the moment to really dive back into them and understand them and then deliver on that. And if, if you cannot deliver on something, um, I feel that a lot of companies feel the tendency to not be completely transparent. So like when you buy something and you get a delivery date that they already know that they're not going to make that delivery date, but they're saying it anyway to get the deal signed. I personally believe that's a dangerous strategy. I think that everyone is suffering today with delivering on time. So being transparent about it, being honest about it, but also focusing on your core strengths, why they need to buy for you and telling them that everyone is suffering in the market. That kind of transparency is what we need today. And I, I see so many organizations that are organizing their own failure and that they're putting unnecessary pressure on their teams or on their, their own this is something that we need to work on. I think you can perfectly organize your own customer success and everything has to do with the basics of communication. It has everything to do with expectation management. Uh, there, there are so many companies that yeah, organize their own failure. Like when you go to a customer and you feel that the customer is excited and they're asking you for a proposal, Sometimes salespeople then say, oh, fantastic. No, no, I'll make that proposal for you. You'll have it by tomorrow night. And then when they're driving home, they realize I will never be able to live up to that. So what happens is you send the proposal a day late and the customer is already like, hey, you promised that you would do it tomorrow and it's day after tomorrow. What's going on here? Truth is that most customers don't expect a proposal the next day. If you have an excited customer, you can also say, hey, very cool, I share your excitement. Is it okay if I deliver that proposal by mid next week? And 80% of the customers will say, yeah, mid next week is fine. Some will say, no, I need it tomorrow, then you need to deliver upon that. But 80% will say, no, mid next week is fine. And then you already know that you're gonna deliver it the day after tomorrow. So like three days earlier than promised. 
That's organizing your own success. It's the same situation. You can either put pressure on you, on yourself and disappoint your customer, or you can set the bar a little bit lower knowing that you will jump over that bar and you create customer happiness. So it's not always the customer's attitude that defines happiness, it's where you set the bar. And you cannot put it too low. You cannot not say, I'm gonna deliver that proposal uh, next month. That, that's not gonna work. So you need to put the bar at a reasonable height and you jump over it. Problem is, a lot of organizations today, even in these difficult times, they put the bar up so high and they already know that they're not gonna make it. That's organizing your own failure. And I know this is extremely basic, but in times like these, when everything is under pressure, we need to go back to the basics of customer experience and teach your teams, train yourself in that expectation management communication. And you will see that just by doing that, that the pressure on yourself is lowering and the happiness of your customers is increasing. So that was it. This was this month's video, a little bit themed in CX under pressure. I think this is happening in a lot of organizations. So I hope this video brought you some inspiration that you can act upon immediately in the next couple of days. If you like my video, please share it with your network, tell your friends about it, subscribe to my channel. And of course, I really hope to see you again next month for a new episode of my CX update. Take care everyone and see you soon.